Welcome to Business Vibes with Bonnie, a podcast for small business owners who are wanting information and inspiration to take them from surviving to thriving in business. I'm Bonnie Wicks, a small business coach, course creator, busy mother, cacao lover, candle-obsessed boss babe that believes that small businesses are the revolution this world desperately needs. This podcast will contain rambles and stories covering all topics related from biz to money, marketing, management to mindset. Are you ready to make your business thrive? Let's get started. As promised, this episode is going to be a little bit more structured. It's going to be a little bit more informative and give you a little bit more actual solid concrete business tips rather than mindset because the last three ones were all mindset which I could talk about for hours but business is a combination of things such as management, mindset, money and practical business tips. So this week I'm going to talk to you about how you can start hitting your financial goals for 2023. Yes we're nearly through January but we still have another 11 months to go, which means you still have time to reflect, set and put in processes to hit your financial goals. Now, if you listened to my podcast last week, you'd be like, "Uh, Bonnie, weren't you just talking about how much you hate the word goals? And yes, I do. Goals are so masculine and rigid. However, when it comes to business, having goals or measurements of success are essential. I truly, truly believe that you need to keep on track of your numbers and your measurements and having goals can be very beneficial in this arena because it is a structured and rigid arena. Business, whilst you can run it from a very feminine way and be in flow, It is based on rules and rigid like circumstances. It's business. (laughs) And so goals really do fit in well with this type of structure. I really believe some of the most important things you need to look at in business is understanding and setting a goal for what income you would like. And then knowing what resources you need to achieve that. I think we would all love to have a million dollar year. But what resources do you need to have that? And in resources, I'm talking about time and money and capital, physical storage, physical products. What are the key components that you actually need to hit the income you're aiming for? And do you have the capabilities of getting those resources to make that income. And then also forecasting about which months you think may be bigger or smaller. For instance, we can if you're in e-commerce, you can already forecast that in November and December you're going to have bigger months because it's in the lead up to Christmas. You'll have the Black Friday sales if you participate in that, which is normally a very big um, sales month if you do. And December, like I said, with Christmas, also, if you're in e-commerce, you can expect to see a bigger month. 
Alternatively, if you're a bookkeeper or an accountant, you can expect your bigger months in July, August, September, October. And so you can then start forecasting this, but you need to understand your bigger income budget for the year or goal for the year that you'd like to have. And then once you set these targets, you then need to track and measure them and constantly reassess. So what are some of the targets I like to set for my business and recommend for my client setting? Well, first of all is the gross revenue per month and for the whole year. Now, everyone would like to say, yes, I want 10K months every month. But as I just said before, you're going to have to really set that higher income goal for the whole year and then realistically break that down month by month based on what marketing you're going to be having, what life circumstances will be in each month, whether you're going to be you know, launching a course or launching a product. So you then go through each month and you set about a gross revenue target for each of those months based on what is happening in your business and your life. And then go about estimating a cost and resources for each of those months. Uh, With the resources, I like to put in both the cost and the time that I believe is going to be necessary for that month. I then like to put in a profit target. So a profit target is how much money I would like to have after all business expenses are taken out. Now, you have to be very mindful of the word profit. Off on a little tangent here, Um, in accounting terms, your gross revenue takeaway, your business expenses equals your profit. However, your profit does not take into account all your business expenses. What do I mean by that? So if you have a loan, if you have loans for business equipments, If you have liabilities such as your tax liabilities, they don't come out of like your traditional expense accounts. They will sit on what's called your balance sheet. And so your profit does not take into account your monthly loans, your liabilities, all of those things. And so you've got to be very mindful that there will be a difference between what your profit shows your actual cash flow but for the profit target that I like to set I like to set it as a total profit like with you taking out your business expenses your business loans your business liabilities and what is actually left in cash each month and then lastly I like to do a profit margin target a profit margin per service or contract or product And making sure I kind of keep a tab on those. Not every service or product you sell will have the same profit margin. And so you really do need to know which ones have got more profit and which ones don't. And use it intelligently and do it on purpose. For instance, in the business coaching world or the online course creation world, it is quite common to have, say, three products. You'll have a freebie, which is obviously free. You opt in by giving your email address and they will send you a product for free. 
Often they'll then also have a, a, a mini offer, you know, a $27 template or mini course that you can purchase. This can have various profit margins and sometimes it can even be a zero profit margin. Sometimes you will even have a $27 like cost to, of leads coming into that product via Facebook ads. And you're happy with that. You're happy to say, yes, even though this is a $27 product, it has zero profit margin because of um, the way I'm setting up my business and using ads to use it as a lead generation. And then you might have, say, a $997 course, which that $27 product leads into, which is why you run that as a zero profit margin product. But you need to be aware of that because if you're running ads to a $27 offer and you don't have that higher offer to sell to others, well, then you've got no profit. And so you need to have a profit target for each of your services or your products and understand where they fit in your value ladder, which is another topic for another podcast. Last but not least, it's not a target as such, but as I kind of brushed on, understanding cash flow is king. So understanding and forecasting cash flow and constantly tracking tracking and measuring it is very vital. Like I said, I don't set a target or a set number or a goal for that. However, I like to keep cash flow healthy and that will depend on each type of business. So how do you then do that? Well, I use Zero. You can use a spreadsheet or any of the other accounting softwares. Um, I really do recommend getting an accounting software as soon as possible, as soon as you start your business, no matter how small. It is really handy to keep records. It is easy to run reports. It is easy to get that clarity of where your money is going and it will make your life easier which is what we want. Yes, it's an expense, but it's probably a vital expense. Now, I could be biased being a a qualified bookkeeper, but that's my opinion. I think you can never start using Xero too early. In actual fact, I actually use Xero for my own personal finances to make sure I'm on budget and to keep tracking and measuring my own personal financial goals and targets. So how can you start hitting your financial targets? You set them, you're going to track them, you're going to reassess them, but how do you actually hit them? Well, there's only two levers you can pull, and that is increasing your revenue or decreasing your overheads and costs. Both ways will help you get ahead in business and increase your profit margin, get high gross revenue per month. Sounds easy enough. Now let's break that down a little bit more. There are really four, and look, I'll focus on increasing revenue because we've all talked about decreasing your overheads and costs and saving and, you know, being really cash conscious. So let's talk about how you can pull that first lever, that increase your revenue. Well, once again, there's, There's not too many ways you can do it, but there's a few. 
we won't go into specific tactics, but I'll give you an overview of what you can do in your business to increase your revenue. And then in a few other episodes of these podcasts, we'll talk specific tactics. So number one, increase the number of customers you serve. So this is talking about those tactics such as increasing your marketing, finding new customers, getting more brand awareness, selling more products, getting more people into your programs, serving more clients. It is growing your customer base. And there are numerous tactics to do that. The biggest focus will be on your marketing and talking to more people and getting in front of more people. The second is increasing the average size of each transactions. This is referring to your upsells and cross-sells and having tactics such as free shipping over $75 if each of your products is $40. So that really prompts people to buy $80 worth of products to get that free shipping. So two of your products to get that free shipping rather than one product plus shipping. And it could be things such as having at the end of your checkout cart, would you also like to have this mini candle for $5 off if you bundle it. It's having bundles. It's increasing the average size each customer spends with you. Number three is increasing the frequency of transactions. This could be having a subscription. If you are, say, you've got coffee, you could be making up 30-day coffee bags and asking people to go on a subscription. And so you're getting that increased frequency. It is going out every 30 days rather than waiting for someone to run out, wait five days to order it, and then it goes out and having those missed days. Last but not least is raising your prices. This is a tough one in the current climate and I will actually do a podcast on raising your prices and having a price raising strategy in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. But that is a very simple and quick strategy you can put in place now to start hitting your higher financial targets for 2023. And when you are looking for a major growth year, there are other things you can start putting in place. You can have, and I would always recommend, weekly to fortnightly money meetings. Looking at your income and expenses, looking at your budget, looking at what is coming in and out, how much product or services are coming in and out, cash flow forecasting, what bills you need to pay and when, what invoices are overdue and chasing them up, your workload, and just checking in. How does this all feel? And if you are struggling with that, getting professional help. We cannot do this alone. No one can do this alone. We all need help. Growth requires support. 
and support from resources, cash and time and support from people that are at that level you want to get to or have that really specialized niche knowledge. So getting that professional help, having a bookkeeper that you have your money meetings with every fortnight or monthly, having an accountant, going and seeing a financial planner if that is suitable for your circumstances, getting a really good Facebook uh, ads manager, talking to a marketing specialist who can do a marketing strategy for you. Yes, you should have a set marketing strategy that is in line with your brand that tells you the tools you can use to market how you should be marketing your business what digital marketing strategies are best suited for you so get that professional help and last 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 but not least is keep going you've got this These are hard times. They're going to be slow. But there is opportunities in times like these, in recessions. There are opportunities. Keep an eye out for them. And just always keep an eye on your numbers. So I know this was just a bit of a a teaser episode where I've given you the higher overview Um of ways to hit your financial goals as I said over the coming weeks I will start doing some more bite-sized podcasts that give you very specific techniques to increase your revenue or decrease your overheads and how to really start getting more sales and hitting your financial goals for 2023. I'm also going to apologize a little bit this hasn't been the best podcast recording I have got a lot going on in my life. My little one has been sick. I have been very, very sick um, with the stomach bug and I am 31 weeks pregnant. It is not comfortable. So I do not have the capacity to go back and edit this and be perfect and have a perfectly recorded podcast. But I wanted to really get this out to you because I feel like this has got value. Knowing how to increase your revenue, just a few focus topics was so important for January at the start of the year when we got that fire in our belly and we're ready for the year. So I really hope that you have the most aligned beautiful year and I hope that this episode has really encouraged you to start taking a look at your numbers, the things that you might want to stick your head in the sand with. And if you do have any questions about this, do not hesitate to contact me. You can send me a DM or a voice text over on Instagram at two of coins. I would love to hear from you. Well, until next week, I hope you have an abundant time.